Hello, this is Rabbi Rob Doberson, and welcome to this edition of Wrestling and Dreaming. With this episode of the podcast, I want to begin a series that I will return to periodically, dealing with the issue of life cycle events as seen in Jewish tradition and through the eyes of Jewish ritual. One of the great treasures of our tradition is the wisdom that the rabbis of our tradition showed in developing rituals and commentaries that address milestones in our lives and help us to deepen our appreciation for the significance of these milestones. And I want to share some of those traditions and some of that wisdom with you in this series, which again, I'll return to periodically in the weeks to come. I want to begin the series with a two-part episode of the podcast addressing the issue of bar and bat mitzvah, one of the most beloved and most well-known of all Jewish traditions. Next week, I'll talk about the meaning that bar and bat mitzvah can have for the individual young person and for the community, and what makes it so significant, and part of the reason, I think, why it is so beloved and so respected by people outside of the Jewish community when they're exposed to the whole concept of bar and bat mitzvah. But in this episode, I want to talk about the words themselves. I'm fascinated by words in general. It was something that my father, Olava Shalom, taught me to, to love words and to be very, very concerned about proper usage. I'm not perfect with it by any means, but I do like to concentrate on using words properly. And I want to explain the meaning of the words bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah and how they should be used and the ways that they are misused sometimes and misconceptions about the words. So we're just going to focus in this episode about the words bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah. But before I get into more detail, I do want to bring up one point. The terms bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah are gender specific. Bar mitzvah for male, bat mitzvah for female. And I am well aware of the fact that in some circles in the Jewish community, and I think those circles are expanding, and I think that's a good thing, there are many discussions taking place about whether the terms bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah are truly inclusive of everyone within the Jewish community. And I think that's a very serious issue that we need to talk about. I don't want to lose the, the terms bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah, but I want to make sure that our communities are as inclusive and inviting to everyone as possible. So I do think that there's going to be serious discussion in the years to come about alternatives to these names, additions, whatever it might be. And I think those are very important discussions. I am, in this particular podcast, going to focus on the gender-specific terms bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah, but please understand that I'm aware of the fact that these discussions are taking place and that they should take place because we do want to be a completely inclusive community. So let's start. Let me start by correcting a misuse of the term bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah which we hear all the time. Bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah are not verbs. A rabbi doesn't bar mitzvah anybody or bat mitzvah anybody, and no one gets bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah. That's a complete misuse of the term. The term bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah refers to the young person, or in the case of a convert to Judaism, somebody who has just converted to Judaism, who is an adult, who becomes at that moment at the moment of turning 13 for a male, 12 for a female, according to Jewish tradition, or again, an adult who has completed the conversion process, that person becomes a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah automatically. 
doesn't need to be any ritual. There doesn't need to be any service. There doesn't need to be any gifts or parties or anything like that. It is a matter of status. It's a designation that applies to an individual who has reached majority status, adult status from the perspective of Jewish ritual, which means responsibility for their own behavior regarding the mitzvot, regarding the commandments. So a person becomes a bar or bat mitzvah immediately upon reaching that age, and no one has to do anything to help that person reach that stage. It happens automatically. And so the words bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah refer to the individual. So what do they mean? Well, you might have heard that bar mitzvah and bat mitzvah mean son of the commandment or daughter of the commandment. I'm here to tell you that that's really not true because the usage of the word bar, meaning son, or bat, meaning daughter, in an idiomatic phrase takes on a different meaning. Bar or ben for a male, bat for a female, connected with another word can mean, and does in this case, a person who is a member of a particular class of people, a person who has a particular designation as being part of a class of people. Bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah means a person who is in the class of those obligated to observe the commandments, for whom the mitzvot, the commandments, are in fact commandments and obligations for they themselves personally. Before the age of bar bat mitzvah in Jewish tradition, a parent has the responsibility to see that their child observes the commandments which they must observe. At the time of bar bat mitzvah, that responsibility passes to the newly adult individual. They become a bar mitzvah or a bat mitzvah, a person in the class of those who must observe the commandments. So it refers to the individual, literally son or daughter of the commandment, but not to be understood literally, understood as part of this idiomatic phrase, which means part of the group obligated to observe the commandments. So, Barabat Mitzvah refers to the individual. Well, so now the question comes up, can it refer to the service, to the ritual that takes place in the synagogue when we say, I'm going to Sarah's Bat Mitzvah, or I'm going to Irving's Bar Mitzvah? Is that a proper usage of the phrase? Technically speaking, it's not. Technically speaking, there is no ritual known as a bar or bat mitzvah ritual. Now, of course, synagogues and rabbis have their own rituals relating to bar and bat mitzvah. And in the synagogue, you might see the president of the congregation or a member of the board make a presentation. The parents may present the talit to the individual. There's a special kiddush. There are special blessings or songs that are sung. Those are rituals connected with the observance of something we call a bar mitzvah, but it's technically not the right usage of the term. Now, I'm not about to start a fight about it, believe me. I say it like everyone else does. Uh, my son's bar mitzvah is taking place on such and such date. We all say that. It's okay, as long as we understand that that is a shorthand way of saying something. What are we really saying when we say that? The moment where Irving is going to lead a part of the service which he could not have led before he turned the age of 13, he is going to do that on that Shabbat morning in recognition of the fact that he has become a bar mitzvah. 
Nobody wants to say that. That's just too long. And of course, you could even shorten that a bit and it would still be too long. I used a lengthy explanation just to, just for illustration. There, so the truth is that we can say, I'm going to Sarah's bat mitzvah. But what, as long as we know what we're really saying is, I'm going to the moment where Sarah is going to celebrate having become a bat mitzvah by leading part of the service you couldn't have led beforehand. Because in Jewish tradition, you can't lead certain parts of the service, the major parts, unless you have the same level of obligation as the adults in the room. And you don't have that until you become a bar bat mitzvah. So what we are really saying is captured beautifully in many bar bat mitzvah invitations that you might receive. Please share our joy as Sarah is called to the Torah as a bat mitzvah. That's the proper usage of the term. So can you say, I'm going to Sarah's bat mitzvah? You can, we all say it, but you have to realize that you're just using shorthand for something that is much longer and much more significant because it isn't the moment that's important. It's the transition in life that the young person is expressing by participating in the service. Finally, one last point, and this will sound like I'm splitting hairs, but I'm very serious about it. What's the plural of bar mitzvah? Well, let me tell you what it's not before I tell you what it is. It's not bar mitzvot and bat mitzvot. And while I really appreciate it when people say that because it shows that they know some Hebrew, they know that the plural of mitzvah, which is a feminine word in Hebrew, is mitzvot, mitzvah, mitzvot. You're right, it is, but it's not the proper usage of the plural. Let me give an analogy from baseball. I love to give baseball analogies. When a batter does something at the plate, either gets a hit, a sacrifice, bases loaded, walk, or whatever it might be, where a run comes in, we say, we award the batter a run batted in. If two runs score, we don't say two run batted ins because then we'd be emphasizing the wrong part of the phrase. We would say runs batted in. Let's go back to bar mitzvah and say the same thing. The word mitzvah in bar mitzvah is the generic term for all of the mitzvot. Therefore, if we want to pluralize the word bar mitzvah, we don't need to pluralize the word mitzvot because it's already signifying the body of mitzvot and there isn't more body of mitzvot because there are two people celebrating this moment in their lives. Rather, the plural of bar mitzvah or bat mitzvah, when it's used properly to, to, to refer to the young adult, is b'nai mitzvah or benot mitzvah. I'm looking at a group of 10, 14-year-olds and I say, you are all b'nai mitzvah, perfect use of the word. Uh, I, I look at, and, and at, at two young women who are 13 years old and I say, you are benot mitzvah, perfect use of the word. I don't have to say benot mitzvot, I don't have to say b'nai mitzvot, I just say benot, plural the first part because that's what's important, there are two individuals. There is a little bit of a disagreement, and I feel very strongly about this, of whether if two young people are celebrating this moment in their life on the bima at the same time, some people will say, we're going to the B'nai Mitzvah of Max and Irving. I don't say that. I say we're going to Max's Bar Mitzvah and Irving's Bar Mitzvah, and the reason I do that, I'll explain a little bit more next week when we talk about the meaning 
of bar and bat mitzvah. So just to review, it's not a verb. You don't bar mitzvah anybody. You become a bar mitzvah at a certain point in your life based upon either reaching a certain age or converting to Judaism as an adult. The word refers to one who is in the class the, the, of those who are obligated to observe, to observe the commandments. The ceremony that takes place in a Shabbat morning, for example, or any time in the synagogue, can be called a bar mitzvah, a bat mitzvah, only if we realize that we're really using shorthand for a ceremony at which a young person who has become a bar bat mitzvah participates in the service, presumably for the first time. And finally, when you want to make it plural, don't use bar mitzvot and bat mitzvot. Think back to run batted ins. Focus on the what is really plural, the two individuals, and you can say b'nei benot mitzvah. It's a very, very important part of this, and I'll explain why that's so important later. So, next week, a discussion of the meaning of bar and bat mitzvah for our people today, and especially for our young people. Until next time, thank you.